surprise. And here it is. Welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? The only show that dares to ask the question, are all broadcasters pedophiles? No, no, only some of them. I'm Christian Butt, the kind of guy who ignores messages from Dean Obadala, and that over there, that's Eric Zane, the kind of guy who puts everything in his personal life ahead of this show and down there. Carl Hamburger, who get this, not a huge fan of the movie Swordfish. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Christian, great afternoon, to Christian. see you, buddy. And I just want to make the announcement after dropping thousands of dollars last week that I have a computer that can actually run the show now. I sound good. <laughs> I look good. Things are happening. What was worse, that computer or Josh Allen last night? Josh Allen last <laughs> night. <laughs> Josh, someone, someone in my family who's a Dolphins fan had to bust my balls this morning. Oh, Bills are stink, huh? I'm like, no, the Bills were great. Josh Allen just decided to lose that game. He did everything in his power to make sure that they did not win that game last night. He stinks. I like to, I like to think of Carl's old computer as, uh, as basically Aaron Rodgers in minute two of the game. <laughs> yeah, God. that was, that was brutal. I saw- I saw that one. It said Aaron Rodgers 2023 highlight reel, and it shows him running out with the flag. <laughs> Let's be honest. That was a great shot. I love that. That's so oh. rough. Hey, people are getting started early. Jimmy Sherrard was coming with five bucks, and he says, can't wait for the live show. Have a safe flight. Jimmy from Ferndale. We will see you in Ferndale this Friday. Eric Zane will be there. Carl will be there. Oh, maybe we shouldn't talk about it too much. Yeah, yeah, this uh, reminds me when uh, all my friends went down the Jersey Shore after the prom, but I wasn't allowed to. And uh, man, they had a really fun time. I but uh, I, 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 yeah, I got to go to Planet Hollywood though, so it was awesome. Monday morning, you come to school, they're all talking about makeout point. You're yep. like, what, what's what's makeout point? Yep. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> you get your fingers wet? What? What? Wait, what's going on? No one's calling this me. This is 1994, the year anal was invented, and I missed out entirely. <laughs> Damn it. That sucks. All right. Well, we have a lot of broadcasters to talk about today, so let's get right to it. Starting with our local broadcasters. Others imitate it. We appreciate it. Of course, I'm sure you've heard the news of someone who was running around on an airplane naked with diarrhea flying out of their buttocks. And who's going to have more fun with that than the local news? All right, if you have a sensitive stomach, a warning about this next story mm-hmm. here. We're learning new details about what forced a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta, Barcelona to turn around Friday night in mid-flight. I saw this on social media yesterday. <laughs> I swear I thought it was a gross joke. No joke. But it is foul. According to an airline here, the passenger experienced explosive diarrhea all the way through the plane. The pilot reported this as a biohazard (laughs) issue to flight control. The flight turned around over central Virginia, returned to Atlanta more than two hours after its departure. Delta says the flight was delayed just over eight hours and landed in Barcelona without further incident Saturday evening. The identity of that passenger was not released for them, thank goodness. Well, there's a lot that was they released, though. When they actually <laughs> land- oh, you stepped at her joke, guy. Eh? Come on. Yeah, he did. He walked all over. <laughs> you got to give her a second there to get one in. And we're all having fun here, but you got to let everyone get in on the fun. Thank goodness. Well, there's a lot that was they released, though. When they actually landed in Spain. Oh. I don't know whether that person made the actual oh my trip gosh. to and Spain. We didn't show it to you, but there's stuff all down there, the aisle. You can find it on social. So can you imagine two hours to get back to land, and you're smelling and dealing with that? 
Oh my goodness, I think I would have lost my cookies. <laughs> Someone else already did. <laughs> yeah, just the other end. Oh my Jeez. gosh. I, oh, it's, it's a talker. It would have been less <laughs> gross, less gross if they actually showed the shit and didn't allow those two to communicate about it. It's <laughs> a good point. Uh, Diane, I bet that the uh, in-flight meal was a poopoo platter. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I, like the- I like how she's going, she's going, and there's, there's stuff all down the aisle. <laughs> she's painting the fucking picture. <laughs> he doesn't know what lost your cookies means. That was kind of odd. Yes. yes. I, I was surprised by that. But also, I do like that local news can't get out of their own way. They're like, this is way more interesting if you just go on social media and check it out there. Stop listening to <laughs> Turn off the TV and just go to social yeah. media. It's way better. I'm, I'm glad that we're living a, in it. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. The only thing that surprised me about that flight, Carl, is that you and producer Chris weren't on it. <laughs> <laughs> the teleprompter probably just says riff. You know, oh, expecting yeah. these two to be able to carry it out the entire time. Oh, yeah. Uh, John's pet cockroach. Oh, sweet. Now he's giving me money. I'm making money off John every single way. <laughs> Carl, you're missing John acting like a lunatic again. No, we were watching it right up until this point. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, we had to bow out for who are these broadcasters. Maybe he'll snipe us again. Maybe we'll get the honor of John sniping yes, us yes. again. I, he called me help. Silent Mike, whoever that is. <laughs> yes. so, oh, I, you're still I, you know, reeling from that, I know. I don't I don't know any of these fucking people. I'm just excited that Stuttering John recognized me. <laughs> he doesn't know the fuck yeah. you are, but he saw you. No. So he, at least uh, he took my super chat money yesterday and didn't say my name. So uh, I'm, I'm a little offended now. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you actually paid him a compliment the other day. Uh, it about... might be a long game, Eric. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, so getting back to our local broadcasters, we're talking, we're on the street reporting. There's a witness to some sort of crime, some violence, and this happens. All I heard was saying, help me, help me. I got to pee. Oh, that's what he said? I got to pee. Oh. I'm peeing myself. Do you know where he was shot at on his body? Um, I think in um, in, in in his head right there. So he was shot on the arm, an arm in his leg, or arm in his stomach? I just peed on myself. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> but I'm wet. No. So um, afterwards, can you describe to people who <laughs> don't worry about it? Let the girl go. It. She's peeing herself. <laughs> she goes, okay, it's okay, and then okay. talks to her more. Yeah, it's all right. Just answer these answer these stupid questions <laughs> with this stupid woman. And look, when her pee comes out, it's pure Hawaiian punch. So you know it's going to sting. Let her go. Describe to people who don't know him. His name was Michael, you said? I think. I think his name was Mike. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh, Jesus Christ. Move over. Move over, grape lady. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, the, the I Love Turtles kids are less embarrassed about that oh, than, than this girl. And normally when I hear a girl say she's wet, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Not not this time. This was not a, a good <laughs> no. kind. Well, some people might like that. But. <laughs> That's true. I don't want to yuck your yum. Oh, is, it, is that why you asked me to DM you the video, Eric? Is that what you're yes, trying to say? Yes, exactly. Okay. You can maybe Perfect. zoom in. Zoom in at certain points. <laughs> zoom in. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> All right. There's another crazy local news story. Um, this is a person who has a bull riding in the passenger seat of his car. <laughs> the occupant of the vehicle was identified as Lee Meyer of Neely. The Watusi bull's name was Howdy Doody. 
He was immediately pulled over by Norfolk police and they performed a routine traffic stop. The officer wrote him some warnings. Um, there were some citable issues with that situation. <laughs> the officer chose to write him a warning and ask him to take the animal back home and, and to leave the city. Meyer and Howdy Duty are on their way back home and no one was hurt. In the B-roll you hear the cops say, if you're black, I'd have shot you. <laughs> I think they would have left that in. I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> you know you're in a fucked up uh, community when P.O. on the cop car is, is, is the same color as the car, so it looks like lice well, all over the car. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they, they took off the, the P.O. of an old police car to make it just say lice on it. They should have just left the P.O. You see the shit running down the side? This person needs a convertible and a diaper. <laughs> There is shit all uh, over the side of this car with this bowl. God damn. Is sit- Look at this. Oh, oh Jesus. God oh, damn. Is fucking- I never noticed that the first time yeah, I saw this. I think they're going to Barcelona <laughs> with this thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Looks like that bull tossed his cookies. Am I right, guys? <laughs> so, uh, that's not what that means, Christian. I keep telling you. No, no that guy in Miami said that's what yeah, it means. I, ah, I know that. Jesus, that is sweet. I never got it. You pick, you pick up on the best stuff, literally. <laughs> it's un- unbelievable. <laughs> this is quite the scene, though. I mean, they put a lot of work into getting this bull into this car. I don't even know how you get the bull to get into the car like this. By the way, full disclosure, when I was talking about it saying lice on the car, I wasn't paying attention. I actually thought the cop car said lice on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was this car. Uh, well... You know, but the question is, does that get you into the carpool lane or does it not count? Does it have to be a second person or is that why he's got the bull in there? Do you think this town is a carpool lane? You've been in L.A. way too long, Christian. Yeah, that's true. I have. <laughs> Do you think where this guy is? He's never heard of a carpool lane. They're not worried about that. Or a, car- or a carpool because that implies that someone else is going where you're going. Right. <laughs> They're not worried about CO2 emissions, wherever this guy is, I can tell you that. (laughs) Well, they should be, Carl. Mother Earth is dying. (laughs) All right. So this is, I think, my favorite clip of the show. I'm going to call it right now. This would be in the history of the show? Probably in the history of the show. Um, I'm going to be tempted to pause it, but I think I'm just going to let it play, let everybody enjoy it, and then we uh, we can talk about what we all just witnessed. For the next week, the Amway Grand Plaza will be home to competitors throughout the country who are all going for the title of Miss Wheelchair America. It's a once in a lifetime experience. Allison Boot is Miss Wheelchair Ohio. She was born with cerebral palsy and has been in a wheelchair her whole life. But she doesn't let that stop her from pursuing her dreams. I write books featuring characters with disabilities. That are stories of self-acceptance and equity. She is just one of 18 participants in the Miss Wheelchair America competition who have found themselves in Grand Rapids. Six competitors toured Mary Free Bed Hospital today as they geared up for the competition to begin. It's a beautiful state to be in. It's a very welcoming state. Mary Zendejas was Miss Wheelchair California in 2014. Now she serves as the vice president for the competition. Everybody comes in a little bit nervous, of course, but by the end of the week, everybody is like best friends and they don't want the week to end. And I think that's what keeps me coming back every year. Each contestant runs for the title on a platform. Allison's platform is about creating more inclusive we as advocates get to shine a light on. All right, I have to pause it. Who is cutting her hair, Miss Wisconsin? 
I mean, you can go to a competent barber still, right? You don't have to go to a handicapped person to get your hair done. Oh, God. That, Holy fuck. That people with disabilities. No, don't she's cutting it herself. I think she's cutting cured. it herself. It's the that's, it, that's the talent portion of the show. She cuts her own hair. That's the needs to adapt. The speech portion of the competition will be here at Amway Grand Plaza on Friday. And then Hold on. Uh, re replace the word here with hilarious. <laughs> the speech portion will be hilarious. The portion of the competition will be here at Amway Grand Plaza on Friday, and then the Queen will be crowned on Saturday. Both of those are open to the public. In Grand Rapids, Elena Cujano, News 8. I was you know, it's interesting. This is in Grand Rapids, which isn't far from Detroit. Uh, crippled Jesus was there. He had to be wheeled out for yelling, let me see your pussy. <laughs> oh, CJ, he always oh. knows what to say. <laughs> hey, those titties, get some air. Are those titties retarded? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, 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 fuck the beauty pageant. Get these women into a comedy club, pronto. They need to put yes. on a show for us, please. Yeah, start the night comedy and then murder ball downtown. <laughs> well, I, I think I like that story more than I should have. I'm uh, I'm feeling what I like to consider a march of dimes in my pocket right now. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> All right. We're having too much fun with local news. Let's put a stop to that right now. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits? And actually, this next clip falls under a category where we do this on Who Are These Socials, where people will post things like, you know what my, my kid said to me today is that they want equity for all, and he's only four, and I can't believe he said it. It's just like, no, your kid didn't say that. It's not. So we, uh, we like to play this jingle. And uh, Christian found this one. He's not buying that this is a true anecdote. I think you can have conversations and debates over LGBTQ plus issues, and people want to have respectful conversations about that. But when you tell a kid they can be a Tootsie Pop, where I live um, in the Washington area, I have a lot of Northern Virginia moms who have kids in school who have told me that there are schools who are now having to put litter boxes in for kids who identify as cats. And I think most parents at home are like, well, we've lost the storyline here. Um, some legitimate conversations to have. But when you spin off this far, you're going to lose most Americans. And there will be backlash for people who think you've completely lost it. Now, they uh, put up the Tootsie Pop graphic. I was hoping they were going to show me a kid taking a shit in a box. <laughs> I know. I was like, how is that possible? You know how long it would take to litter train a kid? It's already hard enough to yeah. potty train them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I live in a fairly uh, woke city, as they say, and uh, I can't imagine anybody, you know, trying to get this passed at the uh, school board meeting. You know, like you're saying, Eric, nobody was like, yeah, yeah, our kids can just shit in the classroom. I know some teachers that would probably like to watch that, but uh, I don't think they'd allow it. God, I wish I grew up in this time just for the uh, possibility of seeing a kid shit in the classroom. Oh, the fights would be so much funnier if you grew up in, in this time. So I, I want to point guy. out that she did um, say a lot of parents have told her that yeah, they're putting litter boxes in the classrooms. A lot of parents right. have told her that. It's widespread. Yeah. Nope. This is happening. Sure. I, hey, my kid identifies a do as a dog that eats cat shit, and he eats it out of the box. <laughs> Um, I do have to say, though, if there was a litter box in the classroom when I was younger, I would pee in a box. 
It's just easier. It but is. But would you shit it's in a box, Carl? That's what people are tuning in for to find out. I will not shit in a box. Christian, stop asking okay. me that every week on this show. <laughs> the answer is not going to change. What's wrong with you? All right. Dang lizard coming in with five euros. Lady K is just jealous because it's more likely she'll win a beauty contest than a personality contest or a speech competition. You got me there, dang lizard. A lot of jealousy when I was watching that clip. It's <laughs> a good point. Now, she she had better teeth. <laughs> She's, yeah, no, they didn't goof on her mouth, just her hair. <laughs> good or point. her feet. Good point. Um, so, Tim Scott, we talked about him last week. He's a Republican that's unelectable because he's single for whatever reason. Yep. They, uh, that's the assumption here. And this is just getting weird now. The way that they talk to him about why he's single. And this headline, you might have caught your attention. GOP donors are privately pushing to Senator Tim Scott to give more details about his private life, your single status. So you must have heard this, and you got to be attuned without donations, without support. You can't run. What is your status? Well, obviously, uh, at this point, I'm taken. I have a wonderful He should have said hard. And, uh, we have a wonderful relationship. <laughs> the good news is uh, God has blessed me with a smart Christian woman. That, that's great news. But more importantly is why are, are the headlines there? The headlines are there because as I rise in the polls, as people show up at my, my town halls, it scares even my opponents. Uh, everybody wants blah, to find blah, 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 blah. the American <laughs> people who say, they like me a lot, and I want to make sure that they have a chance to make me their president. We, we met your mom. Will we meet her? Will we meet your girlfriend? You will, of course, somewhere. <laughs> okay, great. It's, and it's Kirby Puckett. Oh. <laughs> no. and, and, and Brian, you're going to love my girlfriend. As soon as she comes back down from Canada, I, I mean Minnesota, where she lives, yeah. she's the best. He literally yeah. just said, I don't believe you. Yeah, fucking, was... fucking, uh, fucking Manti Tail was going bullshit. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's Liberace all over again. Why haven't you settled down yet, Libby? I just haven't found the right girl. <laughs> I'm just having too much fun with all the ladies. Uh, dang wizard of a two-year-old. Sorry, sorry, you never won Little Miss Clubfoot. How do you know that? Maybe I did. Maybe I, I think I Vinny did. would have given John the picture if you had actually won. <laughs> yeah, that, so. a traitor. A traitor, <laughs> Vinny Paulino. So he's getting one over on me. All right. This is bizarre. If you haven't seen Al Sharpton in a minute, <laughs> this Ooh. is just so weird to look at. And I, I guess you should listen to him too, but. The, the advantage that Trump has is when you start off a little strange, it's harder to gauge that. Shouldn't he be singing, I heard it through the grapevine? This guy has turned into a California <laughs> raisin. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. It looks like a, a fucking bobblehead version of Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> Wow. The, the advantage that Trump has. Without the suit, he'd be a stick figure. What the, where'd he go? What happened to him? Wasn't there a, a bit on the living color He's called you... the, head, the fucking head detective? Maybe it's just his head with a fake body. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. 
It's like Jombie from uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. God damn it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, or not, now we're going to listen to him. Now I got all that out of my system. <laughs> now we're going to listen to what he's talking about. Probably, if I had to guess, he's saying that uh, Trump's a lunatic. I don't know. Let's see. The, the advantage that Trump has is when you start off a little strange, it's harder to gauge that you've gotten stranger. I mean, we, we, we look at Biden, who has started off normal and starts saying, is he acting off? Uh, Trump started off, so it's harder for people to catch up with how off he's really gotten because he was never really that stable and, and, and centered. <laughs> he's basically saying, look, don't get me wrong. Biden pisses himself every press conference, but Trump, he would piss himself maybe two or three times a press conference. OK, he's so much worse. Yeah, uh, I in America did not hear what he said because we just can't stop looking at his body. <laughs> Nelson's Jesus. TAS and Game Archive two bucks says Sharpton practicing his new cigar store Indian gig. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so literally, I, I don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to politics these days. But literally, every Good single time you. somebody brings up that Biden might not have the the mental fortitude to be the president right now, the only response from the left is, "Yeah, but Trump's also an asshole." I'm like, "Well, yeah, I know, but." <laughs> Yeah, do you guys are you watching what's going on? No, right on. <laughs> All right. Oh God. And let's talk about um the the person who will be in charge once Biden finally does fall over on his face. And that would be our friend um Kamala Harris. And this is a fun clip because she's asked a very easy question that she should probably clearly understand. Are you taking the threat of a second Trump presidency seriously enough? I don't understand the question. <laughs> what do really? you mean? <laughs> really? Oh, I wish I had the follow-up, you know, and I we need the we need a follow-up, but we need a, a reporter to say what part. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You you could probably come up with what the follow-up was, Eric. It was basically, uh, well, you know, there's a chance, and and she says, No, that's not gonna happen. You know, so right. this is the key part, that look on her face that's like, yes. what do you mean, that. Trump she's like, president? She's like, um, who is this Trump character you speak of? I'm, I'm yeah. not familiar. What's oh, the, gonna happen? the guy from The Apprentice? Yeah, I mean, if he wants to do another season of that, I guess. Sure. Ronald Reagan is the president? <laughs> I'm telling you, I still think she's kind of hot. Okay. Oh, well, well I we, think... we, we might have something that could change your <laughs> yeah, mind. Eric. I think I have something that's going to change your mind as we get into uh, <laughs> get into the politics here. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? All right, let's check out uh, when Kamala lets her hair down. She's just one of the the people just hanging out with the folks, having a good time. No, is no. Comparison to Elaine from Seinfeld. I don't want to hear that at no. all. No. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen a video of Carl and primetime Alex Stein dancing at Chrissy Mayer's wedding exactly like that, though. <laughs> How did that leak? I bet it was Chino. Is this one of those theme parties where everybody has to wear a fucked up looking shirt? I mean, every yes. single one of them. Is- You're right. 
It was actually an event for the uh, the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop. There were some major performers here, but uh, you know, she basically showed up looking like Magnum PI from nineteen eighty two. So it wasn't dressed like an asshole day. Okay, that's good to know. I just want <laughs> no, to point out not. that um, Harris has just proven that she is not African American here, unless there was any doubt that she might be African American. <laughs> she is not Indian and Jamaican, and she just proved it right there. Uh, I want to thank oh my God. Dang Lizard with another two euros. How did you find MSCS Tommy's black brother <laughs> on TV? Yeah. Well, a lot of space aliens out there, and they're all over the media for some reason. All right. So remember, she's up next. That's exciting. Yep. Because uh, she might be um, she might be there any day now. Biden is yeah, not she's, doing... a, she's in the on deck circle, as we like to <laughs> yes. say, Carl. Yeah, she's swinging the bat. She's taking the weights yep. off. <laughs> she's getting ready. I'm just following my orders here. Staff, if anybody haven't spoken did you say sammy hagar voa what the <laughs> yes <laughs> well he just walked directly out of the cabo wabo cantina in, in uh, mexico oh, so yeah. but that look oh, no. on his face and, I, and i'm sorry that our audio audience can't see it like I, I just feel like his cognitive ability the look on his face it's basically what you would see if a dog had been locked in a hot car hot car for 20 minutes oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what? You tell me it's not going to look like that, Eric. No, I agree with you. But it's you're so right. I'm cringing. Did, I can't believe did it. Did I understand that right? Where Biden went off script for a second, act like he was actually yep. going to take a question, and the nope. press is chomping at the bit. They're like, "Oh my god, we get to ask you a question." He's like, no, no, I was just kidding. Like, ah, fuck, no, damn no, it. No. Yeah, we have the we have the uh, prearranged yes. uh, question that I gave to this broad from Voice of America, and she's going to ask it, and I have the answer in front of me. Yes. So. Thank you. <laughs> um, the greater good came in. Uh, I think this was about uh, Kamala Harris dancing. It says this one's going straight to Zane Spank Bank. I like old could've, women. I like could've been about Miss Wheelchair as well, though. Hard to say, really. Absolutely, a little too young. <laughs> maybe the maybe the former winner, uh, the old lady from Wisconsin. Yeah. But those young sure. ones, no, I, I can't do that. <laughs> so Biden over in Vietnam, in Hanoi, yeah. and that's the other side of the world, guys. And I don't know if you realize this, but when you change time zones like that, it can really fuck up your sleep schedule, can really just put you off for uh, a while before you get your, your bearings again. And sometimes, you know, you're the leader of the free world. You have to do press conferences and stuff, and you just get so sleepy. I just think that there are other things on leaders' minds, and they respond to what's needed at the time. And look, nobody likes having celebrated international meetings. Look at the face on the sign language interpreter. She looks like oh. she's disgusted by every word that's coming out of it. She's just like, yes. what? I don't know what he's saying. I don't know why he's saying this. I'm sorry. She needs a, gl she needs a glitch out like Mitch McConnell just to cover what he's saying. Yeah. Sorry, I was having a stroke. And also, I didn't want to tell you guys what nonsense was pouring out of this guy. Oh. Jesus. If you don't have a game plan, he may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. 
That's yeah, that's we horrible. Talked, we talked about we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the uh, excuse me, third world, the uh, the the. Uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change it had access we, it wasn't confrontational at all you came with me thank, thank you everybody this ends thank the count press oh. conference thanks everyone oh thank my you. god <laughs> love the uh, mr rogers interstitial there in the yeah, end you know he's gonna go like change into some more comfortable shoes <laughs> put on a new sweater everything's gonna be fine i thought that was the music that ona would use when they play the hulk music when he when he's walking yeah, away right. <laughs> i thought that was it well that is your job as the press secretary these days though you have to say ladies and gentlemen i don't know if you heard gampy gotta go night night i repeat gampy's going night night all right well wow. in biden's defense wow. it's very rude when you say i have to go to bed now to then ask another question that's a very rude thing yeah. to do <laughs> he's tired jesus that is that's disgusting nelson's tas and game archive with two bucks says the uh vietnamese pm called biden's speech a national insult by the way yes I, believe I haven't is. been this pissed off since you burned our villages. <laughs> no, this is actually much, much worse than the 60s and early 70s, according to uh, people in Vietnam. All right. Oh, let's get uh, Dick Cheney. I haven't seen him in a minute. Let's get him in on the yeah. action because uh, everyone hates Trump now, both the, the right and the left. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. A real man shoots his friends in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know that uh, Cheney knows somebody's dangerous. He's like, he's like more dangerous than me. And, and the guy I shot in the face was literally my best friend. All right. So, <laughs> the, the irony is this guy is literally more dangerous for America than just about anyone else. This is the guy who was like, we got to go into Iraq. We got to go into Afghanistan. Well, we gotta yeah. start no, Carl, you didn't people. hear the part where he said a real man doesn't lie to his supporters. Like, you know, there's totally weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he said a real man doesn't lie. It looks like he's also a real danger driving around a farmer's market. I wouldn't want to be there when Dick Cheney's there. Yeah, how old? I can't believe he's still alive. How old is this guy? God damn. Yeah, I don't know. He's got to be in his uh, at least mid-80s. Dang Lizard, who's European based on the uh, currency that he gives us, says, how could anyone consider running Biden and Trump again? This country is fucked, Dang Lizard. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. I, I can't believe it myself. <laughs> That's where we're at, though, somehow. Why is Dick Cheney making a pro-Trump ad? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm Dick Cheney and I don't like Trump. I'll be voting for Trump then. Thank you. All I need to yeah. hear. Appreciate I, it. I, I cut off the end where it said, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. I didn't, think it, I didn't think it was relevant. Oh, that was DD88. I know that uh, Christian gets upset when you don't say his name, so I don't want to do that to our friend DD88 there with the $2 <laughs> super chat. Thank you very Anything much. Anything that sounds like a Star Wars name, I want to hear it. All right. So last week... We played what we determined was AI Donald Trump calling into a news program. And Trump is coming back to refute this. So this is the uh, Trump rebuttal. I didn't realize that Trump was uh, watching our show or that he had uh, morphed into a floating potato. Greetings, America. Ah, okay. <laughs> it is me. 
Just yesterday, I had finished an epic lovemaking session with my gorgeous, <laughs> beautiful wife, Ivanka. <laughs> Shortly after completing coitus, she wanted more, but I was very busy. Extremely busy fighting indictments and, of course, trying to win my seat back in the White House. Slow down, Cardiff. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's no better way to cool off a woman's libido than to force her to watch who are these broadcasts. Oh. All right. I just want to point out. Um, nine nine you ain't one says dictator. Very good. <laughs> Whatever it's called. That was that reading that was less Three awkward losers. than this bit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I mean, it, it goes on and on. You want to keep stick, stick with it? Oh, of course, of course. All right. Yeah, I we're, mean, you know, you don't want to you don't want to get the potato on your bad side. That's yes. true. No, roll it, roll this shit. Talking about media, traditional. Media. How could this not be the greatest show ever? Oh, it's, it's no yo. Remember the nineties? That's true. <laughs> anyway, that's not the interesting part. Okay, good. It's not. <laughs> the interesting part was these three losers <laughs> sitting right here played a clip <laughs> of my groundbreaking historical interview. With Greg and Amanda on Real American's Voice. <laughs> they made claims that this was a farcical interview. It was not a farcical interview. We're finally getting to the meat and potatoes it here. It was All right. real. It was most likely the greatest Fuck. interview ever Fuck given you. by <laughs> anyone ever. But as the left wing losers, always like to do when I win they want to make it look like I lost I did not lose I won <laughs> what's going on Carl Hamburger sucks what thank you Trump 2024 all right well, There's a reason that I felt like we couldn't clip it. I think he had some important message there. Uh, I'll let the audience decide which one of the last two things he said was the important one. But uh, well, uh, I, vote on and uh, vote on your low point of the show, everyone, at any time. <laughs> yeah, right. I was. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of the potato. I don't even know what Eric's talking about. I appreciate uh, him taking the time to uh, put the Trump wig on. <clears throat> That's actually my favorite version of Cardiff. I was is just the Trump upset Cardiff. that he called all three of us losers. But Eric Zane is definitely not a loser. All right. All right, oh my God! I think uh, I think Reddit would disagree, but sure. Yeah. Carl. Oh yeah. <laughs> B. Lyle Bradley, five dollars. Says question: Why did Dick Cheney shoot attorney Harry Winnington? Answer: In retaliation for the Biggie Small murder. Ah, I don't. Wow. Get, I don't get that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang lizard. What's this guy talking about? <laughs> Dang lizard. When do we get to the rap music with two euros? Um, who are these rappers going to be Fridays at four on the, who are these podcasts network? 
Vale. I can't tell if you're serious or not. I know. I can tell none of you did. You're just like, oh, shit. Is he really doing that? That's a joke. No, I was I, I was like, where the fuck didn't he ask me to be on that? That, <laughs> yeah. that's, that actually sounds Dick. kind of fun. Yeah. When I think hip hop, I think Christian Blatt. That is true. Thank you. All right. That's what I've been working for for 30 years. Vale with two bucks says... Get this Furby out of here. Okay, let's let's move on to talk shows. I, Can you dig it? I think so. Well, before we get to our first clip, uh, I have to point out that this is a big day for all of us in the WATB family. When Carl and I first talked about this show, he liked the idea, but I said, as long as we can do like 80% clips from The View. Correct. But those bitches went on vacation for the last month. And uh, just as our show was starting. But good news, they are back. However, Whoopi Goldberg doesn't want us to have any fun, does she? <laughs> no, definitely not. Hey, in spite of everything you've heard, and let me just make sure you all know that it's actually me. Say it's me. Uh, I am not. Oh, we, oh, we got it. We, we got who, it. Who did you? We, who do you think we thought it was? Michael Jordan? Who else would this be? Al Sharpton. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Doing stuff. I'm not trying to change the outcome of the election. I just. I have COVID. <laughs> I just have COVID. I'm still testing positive. Apparently, uh, I have to have a clear test before I can come back. So it might be uh, a couple of days. But, you know, I'm really thrilled to see the beautiful new desk. I'm really thrilled to see all the beautiful women. You girls look great. And. uh... okay, yeah. So (laughs) I think I know why Whoopi is wearing a mask at home. That she often pulls down, but then puts back on. It's because Whoopi is retarded. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a better theory than the one I had, Carl. What was your theory, Christian? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I was uh, I was thinking that, uh, you know, she didn't want to get her furniture sick because, you know, she's got COVID. <laughs> and clearly it's a really bad bout of COVID because she said how beautiful the women on The View look right now. And there's one of them that's like a five. But come on. <laughs> Cord Wainer. Is that Ted Danson? <laughs> good guess. It's as good a guess as any. <laughs> oh, it's shit. Good a guess as any, sir. Uh, Dang yeah. Lizard with another five euros. Thank you, Dang Lizard. I have never stalked and thre- I've never been stalked and threatened by Cardiff, so I think this Trump was great and in no way drawn out and boring. Yeah, maybe we should be not be talking badly about. You know what we say when a bit doesn't go well? Cardiff's great. Cardiff's bits are always great. Yes. We love That's Cardiff. Very- very I mean, well written and executed. Yes. I, I don't know very, what you guys are doing, but uh, Cardiff did us a favor, what we call a solid in show business, and uh, I expect us to all be working for him by this time next year. I agree yeah. with all of that. S- smoking bit. <laughs> smoking. Okay. Last week, we highlighted Strike Force 5. I got Strike Force 5 out very quickly. I did a whole episode yeah. about it with Chrissy Mayer. We did it on here. I did it on the Drew and Mike show. So I haven't revisited it since then, but thankfully, our friend Christian has. And... Christian found that um, this is 100% on brand for Jimmy Fallon. You saw the article come out that he's hungover and or drunk on the set of The Tonight Show, and he's pissing off the staff. And I believe they pre-recorded this because I think this probably he probably talked about this before that came out. And what have you been making besides hot dogs? I mean, hot dogs are you, really you could just boil those. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Have you ever tried, by the way, boiling hot dogs in, in, in beer? Oh, yeah, sure. No, nope, yeah. I never have, no. Game changer. It's great. Works. Kids love it. I've made like a couple things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe uh, that clip will be played at uh, Jimmy Fallon's Supreme Court confirmation hearing. <laughs> I like beer! <laughs> well, do you notice how serious he gets when he's talking yeah. about alcohol? All of a sudden, yeah. there's no jokes. He's just like, no, no, guys, seriously, this is how you no. eat a hot dog with a beer. It's a game changer. And game changer. Uh, after I heard the clip, I thought it was funny, and I pulled it for the show, and uh, I am definitely planning on uh, using beer the next time I make hot dogs, though, because now I need to try it. It's not a bad idea. So. So yeah. if we turn on John the next time, he might be talking about uh, making hot dogs by boiling beer. <laughs> John would never uh, boil beer. He's, he's going to drink it. He that's would a never waste. Waste of beer. What, what? Oh, listen, I don't have that kind of money. Where I can just be boiling beer over here. All right, I mean, the nice show paid well, but not that well. <laughs> now, last week we talked about the fact that. I think it was Stephen Colbert who knew Jimmy Correct. Fallon's show better than Jimmy Fallon knew his show. And he was talking about a bit that he did with Robert De Niro. It was his first episode ever. And Jimmy Fallon scratches his like, what did I do? What was the bit? He didn't remember it at all. <laughs> no recollection. You would think any bit, even if it's the worst bit in the world, which this is, you would think if you're doing it with Robert De Niro on your first ever talk show, you would remember that. Well, Christian is tracked down. And by the way, I, I watched this after we did the show because I wanted to see what this looked like, too. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was so glad you shared it with us. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, the space train. We, he was talking about how after the interview with Robert De Niro, they had to do a skit together. And this is the space train bit that they did on his show. In the not too distant future, a select group of the finest astronauts humanity has to offer will be called upon to save the Earth from cosmic danger. It just so happens that they're all afraid to fly. But for those brave souls, there is hope. There is destiny. There is space train. Voiceover sounds like Christian. <laughs> Here's my ticket, all right? But I let wish. me tell you something, all right? I ain't going to space because I don't fly, okay? I would if I could, but I can't, so I won't. Shut your mouth. This train's about to blast off, and it's only got one stop. Outer space. Space train! I think uh, before this episode, Jimmy had actually never had a drink in his life, and I think this is why he started drinking, and it's why he doesn't remember it. I'm just wondering if, if Ben Stiller saw this and went, this comedic genius, Robert De Niro, needs to be in Meet the Parents. <laughs> oh, what happened to De Niro's character in Joker? Right there, De Niro was wishing to happen to him in real life. <laughs> My question for you guys, though, do you think that uh, Colbert was uh, trolling Fallon last week and he's <laughs> pretending he liked this piece of shit? Because, I, or, I don't know, am I giving Stephen Colbert too much credit and he actually thinks it's funny? It's funny you say that because now that I watch the skit, I'm wondering if Jimmy Fallon pretended to forget and Colbert was <laughs> trolling true. him. That actually makes more sense now. <laughs> All right. This next one is from a show called The Talk. And this is uh, Jerry O'Connell. He's married to a woman much, much older than he is. Now, my wife is eight and a half years older than I am, so I'm not impressed. But uh, he seems to be very impressed with himself. My wife is approximately 14 months older than me. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. 
And let me just say from experience, the older the berry, the tastier the jam. Yeah! Uh. Yeah! <laughs> Wait a minute. Just because there's snow on the roof don't mean there's no fire in the kitchen, baby. Let's... You don't uh. understand, baby. So... You can I, just I, yell I, out uh, wise and people just applaud that now. <laughs> if I just were like, the Bladcast is an amazing podcast. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> why is everybody why is everybody dressed like they're on Sesame Street? What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> By the way, uh, Eric, I think I heard you throw up in your mouth uh, oh, uh, when she God. said that. First of all, uh, I, I'm kind of off put by how he looks. There's yeah. something it's something's happened there that looks very weird to me. He looks like a different celebrity, an old different celebrity. He doesn't look like what I remember. He he and went then, yeah, he he went into the plastic surgeon with a picture of George Hamilton from 1979. Oh, is that what it is? He's like, that oh. can I can I get that? But yeah, I think the most important part of it is that, you know, the older woman in his life is Rebecca Romaine. You know, yeah. 20 years from now, I'd fuck Rebecca Romain. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I know. Wow. You're really suffering. It's, it's yeah, really uh. impressive. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So we have a sports package today. And I will tell you that a lot of this sports package is just people saying <laughs> the F word on national yep. television. <laughs> Which is always fun and funny. Different F-words. Different yes. F-words. Yes, that's oh, a good yeah, point. yeah, we got that one, too. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Home of the hourly triple play. W-A-T-B. Who are these sportscasters? Just listen and find out. Who are these sportscasters? Now, this first clip is not that. It's Terry Bradshaw, a guy who I despise. As a football <laughs> fan, this guy is a clown, and he ruins football. I do not watch Fox. I do not watch their broadcasts of anything because of this clown right here. He fucks up this highlights. This has got to be like a halftime thing, right, or in between games. And he's just yeah, going yes. through, like, you know, they'll show, like, maybe two or three plays in a game and then tell you what happened. Excellent day by the second-year quarterback, 2016, Washington, with new ownership over the Carolina uh, of the Panthers. Anthony Richardson, fourth pick in the draft this year for the Chargers. I mean, for the Colts at quarterback. Watches last year's uh, guy, Anthony Richardson. But that's a handoff to ETN as he takes it 26 yards. Oh, my God. Jaguars, dude, I know. I got it. I'm so proud of myself. Jaguars 31 to 21 over the Indianapolis Colts. Now, where did that highlight? Those highlights were all over the place. Where did that come from? I'm sorry about that. Oh. He's well, talking. you know what they say, he, Carl. The older the berry, the tastier the sports highlight <laughs> jelly. <laughs> you can tell he's talking to his technical director, which we can't hear. Yeah. You can hear all that shit. And it, it sounds like he put like a big wad of big league chew in his mouth before he did this shit. <laughs> God damn. As I mentioned, I hate Terry Bradshaw. I don't even think that was his fault. I have a feeling they totally fucked up the teleprompter for him on that one. Because he was setting up clips that were not there. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, no, but he just know, thinks I, the Colts look like the Chargers. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's yeah. been a regular thing. Him trying to get uh, where Carolina is, and he's stumbling and bumbling. <laughs> North, South, like the pants, Jaguar, cat, <laughs> what? Huh? All right, oh. let's let's go to a competent broadcaster. That would be Pat McAfee, and uh, Pat, he made the move to ESPN, right? He's their big hire. He sure did. Yeah. All right, so uh, he's getting people pumped up for. College football. I was chatting with a few members of the Outlaw! 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 
That's awesome. And they don't know what to do with them. They have yeah. no idea what to do with Pat McAfee. I, yeah, but I, I, I think by week three, Lee Corso is going to be like, uh, can we, can we put uh, McAfee out in the crowd? Let's, uh, let's not have any more of that. I usually say this as a joke, but this is why this guy makes the big bucks right here. Yeah. That, that is impressive. He does not give a fuck. And that's what <laughs> yeah. you got to have that guy in. That's, that, that's what ESPN needs. They laid off the whole company to pay that fucking guy yep. and it's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, now, you guys, you know uh, Susie Waldman, right? The uh, color commentator for the Yankees broadcast. Yes, yes, I know who Boy, that do is. I ever, yes. Of course, there's the very famous <laughs> Roger Clemens in the booth thing, and that everyone knows yep. about that. Well, she dropped a fun little uh, hot mic thing that happened this week. Did you hear about this? Did not. Okay. I actually can't believe I didn't hear about this. I was I'm very excited. <laughs> My buddy Mike, who's a big Yankees fan, was over last night for the uh, the Bills game, and he told me about it. So I, I found it today. Listen as they're coming out of break, and the the mics were on a little earlier than she thought they'd be. Oh wait, this is the this is the full clip, and I'm zooming on it. Hi, this is Kyle Higashioka. Listen to every Yankees game on the Odyssey app. God, this is boring. Well, here's the center fielder, Alex Call, to lead it off. <laughs> so I guess it wasn't a very exciting game. So I zoomed in just isolating her. God, this is boring. God, this is boring. <laughs> oh, pretty good stuff. Something tells me that's a that's a drop that uh, you might be uh, using again at some point. The Susan Waldman, this is boring. God, this is boring. You know, but, but the bar has been set so low for, uh, uh, what the fuck, uh, Brenneman? Marty yep. Brenneman, oh. not Marty Brenneman. Tom Brenneman. Marty was his Tom dad. Tom Brenneman, yeah. yes. <laughs> That's a great reference. That's true. She didn't <laughs> use an F slur, so that was good. No. Yeah, it could have been worse. <laughs> She's just bored with the game. I could say it's not a fireable offense, I wouldn't think. Um, all right, so last night, Monday Night Football, the Bills are in New Jersey, which is where the New Jersey Jets play, and uh, the Jets fans were not happy at this point in the game. They did get happier later, but uh, not at this point. Well, he had to move to the right side. Here's one picked over the middle and intercepted. That's Milano. And Matt Milano is going to draw a flag as he got in the face of Zach Wilson, but he gets the interception the ninth of his career. (laughs) So I think what was happening here, I don't think the guy knew that the camera was on him. I don't know. Okay. I think he was flicking off Matt Milano was probably dancing around in front of him. They just happened to find the guy in the crowd who's flipping off the Bills player at that specific time. I I would hope that that clip comes back out, though, with the truck audio, you know, where you hear the director like, all right, ready, camera three, take three. All right. Oh, my God. He's giving the finger. Take four. Take four. (laughs) Whoops. Surprised. By the way, Carl, uh, by the end of the game, were you doing what that guy was doing? Um, Yes, I was. I was doing that to uh, to Josh Allen. (laughs) Uh, the fucking milf hunter beat you guys it's unbelievable okay (laughs) this is uh more fun from the crowd when you're in a stadium and it's being broadcast live on national television you should always get any chant you can with cuss words in it because it's always hilarious a lot to sort out here okay do we I even need to say Chuck what that Nebraska. is? Yeah. yeah, Chuck Nebraska. Okay. 
All right, so that's our, our first F-bomb in a series here. Here's um, a coach being interviewed. Cole. I told you it was game over. You did so a hundred times on fucking on scramble, too. <laughs> there's, a, there's some comedy in that, I guess. Eric, oh. you've been on the radio a long time. You ever drop an F-bomb by mistake? Yeah, but we would always dump it. You know, okay. we always had the uh, benefit of that. I've never understood why TV doesn't, because uh, they can bring in that. Uh, type of technology. It's well, not that it's not, it's, it's there. Use it. You, you wouldn't want to put Arizona, uh, Mississippi state on delay. You want to make sure that everybody catches it as it happens. Eric, there's, there's no time for delay there. I, I, the only reason I like that clip is the look on his face. Yep. Usually, you know, and maybe some of the other ones we see, they just kind of power through it, but at least he, he has some remorse. I always yes. enjoy yes, the did. MTV video awards when the hip hop artists get up there. And they always hit the dump button, but it's after. It's like, motherfucker, fuck. And then you fucking bitch, motherfucker. What's the point of this? You're missing every swear with us, sir. All right. Let's. uh, Oh, this is a fun one. I'm here with Charles Radke. Charles, how good did it feel to get your first UFC victory? It felt great. And so fuck all you faggots up in the fucking crowd. Come down here and get some, you pussy ass bitch. I mean, he filled out his swearing bingo card, so you know I have to tip my hat to Radke. I mean, when the when the tamest thing is "fuck you, you pussy ass bitch." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he. says the Iron Sheik. Have I seen someone taunting the audience pulled off so well? Oh, uh, that was great. I, well I love that guy. That was fucking great. Yes. Now. It's worse, though, when you're actually in an interview situation. This guy just got done fighting someone. He's fired up. But when you're not fighting someone, you'd think you'd be able to keep your composure a little bit better. Here's what it says on the tin. The battle of the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Francis Ngannou versus the Gypsy King. Come on! The Gypsy King. I love that guy, too. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. I think Stephen A. Smith is just glad he didn't call him Skip, so he doesn't really care that <laughs> fine, he yeah. swore. He didn't seem to even flinch on that one, it seems like. Yeah. Is anyone even oh, paying attention? God. I haven't heard the, the letters FCC since I've been saying it lately. No one even talks about this anymore. Does anyone even care? Isn't that remarkable? It, it it's really like, is. It's like, it's, like, it's like Howard ushered it in, and then as soon as he was gone, that was it. It was the it was the biggest thing in broadcasting after the nip slip by Janet Jackson, and no, no one ever talks about it ever again. Now I guess it's because you can go on social media and see diarrhea on a plane. So they're like, okay, well, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> well, yeah. it's fuck. I mean, and besides, it's it's much more effective to just call on sponsors, and then you know all you have to do is say one thing, and then everybody abandons ship because they're all pussies. That's a that's a very good point. Uh, we just got this in from General Ocean Wolf, Tukey World Order. T-W-O slash Tukey Taliban. Carl equals best burger in the biz. T-W-O is just too sweet. Thank you very much. T-W-O for hacka, life. Hacka. Oh, I can't wait to hang out with Tukey in Detroit. That's going to be a lot yep. of fun. All your friends are going to be there in Detroit, Carl, aren't they? Everybody that's I, your friend. Except every single me and person. Mike. Every, oh, that's right. You're not going to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's Mike. Yeah. yeah. You and Lorenzo Ariola both no invite. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> Carl. <laughs> All right. The way we like to wrap up the show is with uh, the best moments in the uh, broadcasting history, the Hall of Fame moments for for broadcasting. 
might have happened a long, long time ago, but let's discuss with Carl and Christian who are these moments in broadcasting history. Yeah, now, as we close out the show, I think it's important that we remember one of the greatest tragedies of our lifetime, the anniversary of which has come up since our previous episode. Right. I know Carl, Eric, and myself, we all remember where we were that day, the day that lives in infamy, 9-7-93, the debut of the Chevy Chase show. And I, lo- I, I assume you guys loved Chevy Chase in the 80s. Who didn't? And oh. I was like, oh, he's so funny in movies. He's going to be great on TV. I don't think I was right, though. <laughs> I think I might have been wrong. So this is the very first episode of Chevy Chase's yeah. show. This is the cold open. And it really gives you a peek of the hilarity that's going to ensue. What's the matter, Senor Luigi? You look a little nervous. I'm very nervous. Have you had anything to eat today? No. First night opening night jitters, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, you really should eat something. Are you feverish? I don't think so. Well, let's check. Let's see here. No. A little bit warm. I think what you need is something to eat. No, I don't want to eat. My stomach is too nervous. I think what you need is a good tongue sandwich. <laughs> okay. It. Um, I I remember watching that. I was uh, I was excited for the show, and uh, I was like, "What the what the fuck was that?" It it doesn't get better. Uh, the first episode is is out there for everybody to watch. It really does start that way, and uh, that's that. I'd say that's probably the high point. There is a... 1993. We have to surround yes. ourselves with the context of the time. So I'm kind of uh, uh, searching my brain, trying to put myself into the spot of why that would be funny, and I, I find nothing. Letterman CBS show started the week before this. And, uh, you know, those episodes also can be found. Um, I, I, I don't want to uh, go out on a limb with a hot take, but uh, it's better. So Letterman's first week is definitely better. Consider zero zero. This is exactly what I was thinking. So South Park has an episode. You guys have seen it where Cartman has uh, Jennifer yeah. Lopez <laughs> as his, his hand is, is Jennifer Lopez with a, a taco flavored keys. And I, yeah. I wonder if that was taken. I want to ask if I get to ever sit down with Matt and Trey, that'll be the one question I want to ask. Yeah. Did you guys take that from the Chevy Chase show? <laughs> um, so, all right, we got one more from yeah. Chevy Chase. And this is a pre-taped bit from the first episode of his show. Anything you want to um, set up here, Christian? No, I mean, I, uh, I I think that uh, it's going to speak for itself, unfortunately. And as you watch it, I think it's an important footnote that this bit was so beloved by maybe just Chevy. Uh, they used it again in its entirety two nights later on the third show. So uh, get ready to laugh because uh, Chevy uh, definitely has some good stuff working here in this pre-tape bit. Hey, uh, a quick, uh, quick meeting, Eric, you and me. Do you notice how I said, do you want to set this up, Christian? And he said no, and then proceeded to set up the, the bet. Did you did you catch that? Yes, I did. Okay. But, right. uh, we should talk to him after the show about this. <laughs> that, he did a good job. He, come see, on now, give st- him a break. Start, no, no, no. I, I was pretty sure that uh, no meant yes. Isn't that uh, what I should be teaching my kids? Christian, are you in this meeting? I was talking to Eric. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I thought that this was a Detroit meeting. I'm sorry. Just, oh, 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 no. It's just me and my friend that I like to hang out with in real life. Over no here. worries. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. You know, I love music. I love to sing, and I love to make a fool of myself. Uh, watch the monitors. Roll it, Steve. Uh, 
Two years ago yesterday was more enjoyable than this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a, a definitely a tragedy. So you know what this reminded me of when I saw this? So it's Chevy showing off that he, he can sing or whatever he's showing off here. Yeah. And it reminds me of Joe Piscopo singing Kimberly. Are you familiar with this song? Mm-mm. Is it? Uh, it's from his special, yes. his HBO special, where he like plays the drums. Or, or well, I, I'm I'm vaguely remembering this. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna bring it for next week. I think we should end okay. with that for next week because Joe Pisco <laughs> comes out. He's doing his comedy show, and you know Joe, Joe Piscopo has so many different talents. He just can't contain himself, yes. and he says, "All right, now guys." I want you to know I love my fiance. I wrote a song for her. My mom loves it when I sing, so can you guys bear with me? And I'm just going to do a, a serious number. There's no jokes in it. And people are like, oh, a thing that Joe Pisco is doing with no jokes. Yeah, I can believe that. that um, but, yeah. yeah, we should check that out probably next week. Because okay. It is embarrassing yeah. when people feel the need to uh, show off their talents. Branch, so, out, branch out, you know. Yeah. Just, just stretch my legs a little, show them what I can do. I, it's like the isotopes, you know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere uh, Blind Mike is kicking something because he was probably about to do the Why You Laughing Joe Piscopo episode. So now we're uh, we're going to snipe him on that. But um, Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, if I could work in a shameless plug at this very moment, uh, sure. if you guys enjoyed this walk down Chevy Chase Boulevard, uh, and, uh, and also because I know there's no live WATP episode tomorrow, uh, tune in tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern to Pacific, for a special episode of the Blackcast, where we will be having the Chevy Chase Show 30th anniversary special. Uh, friend of WATP, Liam McEnany, will be there. And my buddy Tom Kelly, who legitimately has had Dean Obadal on his podcast. Uh, you can find that B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T on YouTube and wherever you find your audio podcasts. Eric, let's have a meeting real quick. <laughs> yeah, did please, you, uh, please. Did you notice what just happened here? So... We didn't know that this was all just a big plug for Christian's no, other no. project. It's basically, fifteen minutes of the Christian Blatt show. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not cool with that. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, I'm third wheel. I'm third wheel. Yeah. I can't say. Guys, I'm cool with it. I think it's great. <laughs> I will talk to you afterwards. We'll talk about this after the fact. <laughs> after Detroit. So you guys will loop me in after Detroit. <laughs> guys, we got a voicemail. If you want to call into the show, you can find our voicemail number at whoarethese.com, and this is. Referring to the fact that we were talking about how much, well, we were talking about the fact that they were telling people to just pee anywhere at Burning Man. And I was talking about how I wish that we could do that before a Bills game because the lines for the Portageons get very long. Carl Hamburger, 
hates it when people shit at work. Loves pissing in parking lots so that everyone in front of him on a downward slope can just fucking, I guess, step in it. Get your priorities straight, man. What the fuck? Guys, I I feel like that's a pretty consistent stance. Pee in the parking lot, don't shit at work. Am I crazy? Does he's that voicemailer it, not understand the difference between number one and number two? Right. Huge well, difference. Yeah. And he's making it sound like you piss 500 gallons. Wow. I do drink a lot of beer before a Bills game, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so it is possible. There's a lot. You might want to uh, wear your capri pants if you're walking through that parking <laughs> lot. Okay. So Fair it's, enough. It's not a uh, It's not a flip-flops event. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. You don't want to okay, wear your flip-flops a- around me. It's not an open toe kind of thing. All right, guys, this has been uh, a lot of fun. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Where can people find you, my friend? Well, wherever you download shows, Eric Zane Show podcast. I'm also on Twitch. Just search uh, Eric Zane Live, all one word, on Twitch, and you will find me. I do it every day, Monday through Friday, a free show. Excellent. And uh, Christian, we're already done with your plugs, so we'll move on to me. No, I'm kidding. Subreddit surfing Mondays. (laughs) All right. Yeah, up against Monday Night Football. Really good stuff. Vinny was going to come over to my house after he got done broadcasting last night because, you know, I my friends over watching the Bills game, and then uh, he decided not to, and then I, I bet he was wishing that he was here so he could be <laughs> laughing at all of us. He kind of fucked that up. Christian, you, you're doing the broadcast tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, 2 Pacific. Yes. People should check that yeah, out. I think there, there's so many more clips from just that first episode of the Chevy Chase show, and uh, we, we'll we'll take the time to uh, to play more of them because I felt like we had to stop at two for this show. Yes, I appreciate that. Nelson's TS and Game Archive with two bucks says, "What's worse than 9/11? John's 9/11 stream." School. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I don't know. It. I had a lot of fun with that stream yesterday, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we played a bunch of clips on the bonus <laughs> show. Uh, if you want to see. We broke down John's amazing story arc of a weekend on the Who Are These Podcasts Patreon. <laughs> Producer Chris and myself did that yesterday. You can watch the video. You can listen to the audio that I put out this morning. And it went from John trying to do a tribute to Sam Kinison on Thursday that failed miserably to firing DG from his show to then <laughs> crying on his show because D what's his name? Dean Alabadalia? Dean Abadala, yeah. Dean Abadala. I can never remember his name. I don't even know who he is, but he's so important to John that the guy won't get back to John and DM, so John cried on his show about it and blamed oh. everyone but himself for it. Oh, no. If you knew, if you knew Dean, you wouldn't uh, cry that he wasn't getting back to you, but that's another story. It's insane. The, the guy is really... And then today he's back in rare form, motherfucking Kevin Brennan and me and the dues payer and everything else. And he's He went off on this whole thing right before we started the show about how he doesn't care about the trolls because nope. Kevin Brennan was going, why are you posting photos of you and your girlfriend with her kids? If you don't want people trolling you, you shouldn't do that. And John's like, you think I care about the trolls? Like, yeah, you were just crying on your show on Saturday <laughs> about the trolls ruining your life. And now, anyway, you can check that out on patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. And of course, go to who are these.com and uh, we'll get this in its own feed. I should work on that tomorrow, maybe. Oh, that was a big point of consternation with those twats on Reddit. Oh, really? Holy shit. <laughs> I, 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 hope, I hope it never gets its own feed just uh, because oh, of those yeah. people, But I understand why you should, uh, you know, separate but equal, as they say. They were so hurt. They were. It was like a, a therapy session. 
Oh, no. I, I just can't wait to figure out who they hate more, Eric or me. Right now, I think I'm in the lead. So uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, they didn't see this episode yet. All right. Well, I didn't realize this was going on. Maybe the next episode, we'll just go through and read every single one of those comments and have a little discussion about it. We'll have a little oh. meetings, the three of us, about the comments that are coming in. I tell you what, if I don't ever earn a penny from a, from anybody listening to my show, it doesn't matter because I'm getting so much joy out of reading people t- wishing that I die. <laughs> yeah, our, our Reddit's a pretty fun place, that's for sure. Oh, shit. All right, Christian, you got a fun <sighs> sign-off for us today? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 the hey, one Eric, thing I didn't Eric, remember. A quick meeting. Uh, I don't think the Christian no, was prepared. No, 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 but let's, let's remember that every mic is a hot mic unless Chevy Chase is talking into it. Yes. More of these broadcasts are doing the work for people. The mainstream media makes tremendous mistakes. Let's find out. Oh, come on. It's no joke. We are doing it. We are having fun. Or these broadcasters are making sure you get the narrative. Carl, Christian, both are doing a tremendous job. Probably the best job anyone has ever done. Lots of people are saying that the best broadcast there ever was. Or these broadcasters is on your site to observe and report. Who are these broadcasters? With Carl and Christian, you know, folks, it's really no different than a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what they do.